Welcome to the Chicago Bears Podcast. A presentation of ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Here's your host, Pat the Designer. Bear on Bears fan, Pat the Designer, Jason McKee, Chicago Bears podcast. And on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a very special mm. guest coming to the show. Our own speedster, Tyler Scott, Speed. in the building. See you soon. Bear Down Bears fans, welcome into another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Special guest on the show today, the man whose name is buzzing after a nasty, heavy move off the line yesterday. How you feeling, my boy? I feel good. I feel good. You know, this is day... It's really day, what, two, three? Three. This um, is technically day three, three. But for me, it's honestly technically day five yep. um, since we had, you know, our rookie camp. So had two days under my belt before the vets came in. So, But, I mean, after the five days, I feel good. So, yeah. Good. I mean, that's the main thing, too, as a rookie coming in, right? New environment, new teammates, new playbook. And that's what I want to ask you about, the playbook. Mm-hmm. How has that transition been? Uh, Coach Getsy talked about. You know, you guys use a lot of personnel groupings, a lot of formations, a lot of shifts and motions. Mm-hmm. How has that transitioned? How has that learning curve? Like, how, what have you been doing to to make sure you take a better approach on learning the playbook? Yeah, no, it's definitely the toughest thing coming in for sure, especially coming from, you know, a system where um, we use more hand signals, more of a base offense, and now coming here where it's all verbiage. So you're listening for calls, and then there's double plays to where you'll get one call, and then there's another another play after that based off of the coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, And then there's just a lot of motions and moving around and moving pieces. So um, that's definitely probably the toughest part coming in. But um, I think for me the biggest thing is just kind of, you know, when I'm in my hotel room, I like to kind of make a mini football field, so to speak. And, um, you know, I like to kind of simulate like I'm in the game, you know. So I'll, you know, get in the quote-unquote huddle, you know, listen in. I'll say to play to myself. And then from there, um, boom, ready, break, running out to my assignment. Okay, I'm supposed to be aligned here. Okay, cool. All right, give my, give the referee the fist or whatever I'm on or off, making sure you know that everything's good. Yeah. And now it's all right. Um, you know, I'm thinking, okay, what's my, what's my assignment now? Okay, my assignment is I got this. All right, if it's cover one, I got this. If it's cover two, I got this. You know, so those different types of things. I'm um, just really trying to be in a game-like atmosphere, you know, whether I'm in my hotel room or on the field. So, so um, I'm assignment sharp, especially being a rookie coming in. Um, you know, I'm not really worried too much necessarily about, um, you know, just kind of running routes necessarily right now, but it's more so um, making sure I'm aligned where I'm supposed to be. So um, I know what I'm doing. Now, Tyler, I, I got to ask this because of, it's different from college to the pros, right? What's been the biggest difference from going being part-time student, part-time football player to every day your job is eat, breathe, sleep, think football? Yeah, everything's on you. You know, you, 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 you I mean, shoot, we had a five-week break, um, you know, after OTAs. Yeah. I haven't had a five-week break from <laughs> football in I don't know how long, you know, so um, – you know, usually in college, they're, you know, during that time, they're, you're, you're training. You're yeah. training to get ready for that fall camp. Now it's a, it's on you to come in and shape and know what you're doing. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's not for everybody. And you have to be really disciplined to be able to do that. And, you know, that's one thing at Cincinnati that Lou Fickle talked about a lot, which is being a pro. And being a pro is understanding what you got to do, you know, understanding, okay, you, you have off time, you have, you know, things you can do now, your freedom, no one's, you know, telling you you got to be here, nothing's mandatory. Now it's, hey, what are you going to do to prepare yourself? And so a lot of the preparation is on you. You don't get as much time in the meetings that you do in college, you know, in a meeting room. It's a lot of, okay, you got to, 
you know, hone in on what did you do wrong and how are we going to get better the next day? Because the coach can't get to every play, yeah. you know, because we're on, you know, time limits. So a lot of it is on you. Yeah, Tyler, I want to talk about the wide receiver room. A lot of competition in that room. Obviously, of DJ Moore coming to a new team, a lot of pressure on him to be that bona fide number one. Uh, Claypool, they want to find out, can he be the number two? That sidekick to DJ Moore. Uh, Baylor Jones has a lot to prove. Coming in as a rookie, what can we expect or what do you want to show the coaches that the value that you bring to the table in terms of this wide receiver? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, everybody kind of knows me from my speed and just my ability to stretch the field and, uh, you know, run past people. Um, you know, but I mean, I've been playing receiver for I mean, really like two and a half years. Um, I didn't start playing until I got to college and then uh, at college I only did three years there. So I came out. Um, but, you know, I'm still in a position. But um, one thing is my speed for sure, just showing that I could be that vertical threat um, and just open up the offense because we could do that, especially you got DJ Moore on one side and maybe coverage is going to be flipped to him. Now you got to respect somebody else who could just run right past you. You know, so those are other things. And then in college I was hurt, you know, kind of midway through the season and I got hurt kind of early midway through the season. And then for the rest of the season, I had a, a torn ankle. Mm. And so, um, you know, I couldn't really get off the line too good, you know, because I was really, uh, really limited. And so at that point, you know, I came out and people were like, man, this press coverage isn't too great, yada, yada, yada. But some people didn't even realize like I was playing on a torn ankle. And so now being able to finally get, you know, back healthy, um, you know, through all this time, and I can finally show like, hey, it might have maybe even surprised some people like, man, we didn't understand, you know, know he could get off the line so good or he could break down as, you know, well as we thought it could. So um, just really trying to just prove myself as a receiver, you know, and just, um, you know, be that guy. Outside of your speed, we know that there's a lot that you're going to bring to the table. What do you think is the number one thing that you can come out and prove to the coaching staff to say, Lou Getzi talked about yesterday how he's not going to put a ceiling on where you can land on the depth chart. When you hear that, what do you think you can go out there and show this coaching staff? It's not just speed. I also have this as well. Yeah, I think it's the mental. Mm. Oh, the mental for sure. You know, because it's just more of a mental game than just a physical game. Yeah. Um, just knowing that, you know, you, you knowing what you see in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Just being, you know, route savvy. Um, just being able to have things thrown at you and then being able to um, adjust based off of those things, you know, right. whether somebody goes down, being able to, you know, know the playbook enough to where you can get in there and, hey, go play this or, hey, go play that. We can just throw them in there. Um, that's all part of the mental. And then just being able to be that route savvy guy, just kind of understanding how defenses works, understanding, you know, different things within route running, you know, that gets you open. That's not just speed, but it's more of a mental game and understanding, just kind of being a step ahead and just using your eyes. Yeah, Tyler, who is the which vet has been, you know, has taken you under their wing, who's been a good mentor for you? Who would you say has been Man, that, in that um, role for you? I like Dante and D uh um Dante and Mooney. They have those two guys have definitely been, you know, super helpful. You know, Dante, he's been out right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's, you know, he's been having an eye. You know, he comes to me, we sit next to each other in the meeting room and he'll, you know, we'll chop it up during different plays that they're going by or even on the field. He'll kind of, you know, say like, Hey, coach made this coaching board. Do you know why he made this coaching board? Or do you know why he's saying that? You know, so we have that open dialogue talking to each other and then Moon, you know, he's just he's his own man, you know, and so he has that mentality. And so like when he's just running routes, he's like, Hey, be you. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be a robot out there like, hey, be you. You're professional at what you do. Don't be, you know, stuck inside a box like, hey, be you. Be your own man. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, if you if you want to try something, do something, and it works, at the end of the day, it works. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, Mooney just kind of gives me that confidence just to be me. Mm -hmm.
a little bit more on the fun side of things, right? The government snuck this in on us that uh, they that we got aliens out here now. That's a thing now. Yeah, you know I mean, I've heard. who's the player on your team that if you didn't know better, you'd be like, hey, man, that man ain't from here. Like he, I don't know where, what planet he from, but he didn't get that from Earth. Man, um, <laughs> I might have to go with Chase Claypool. <laughs> What is it Chase, about Chase game that make you feel I that mean, way? I mean, Chase, first of all, I mean, Chase is so goofy, man. I, I love Chase. Um, and then he's just a physical specimen, yeah. man. It's like you just look yeah. at him. It's like I didn't realize how big he really was until I got into the room. And yeah. I'm like, gosh, man, this dude. <laughs> and it, it's just, you know, it's just like structure. I'm like, yeah, this dude looks like it's just naturally. Like he just naturally has the build of a football player yeah. or just some just strong, muscular guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then um, it's funny, too. I tell him. I was telling him yesterday, just watching him run routes, like it's, you know, I started laughing because like, um, you know, some people ask me like, what's Chase like, you know, his route running, stuff like that. And I'll say the best way I can describe him is like he runs routes as if somebody's like, as he has obstacles in the way, like somebody's just in his way. Like he's like, excuse me, pardon me, like move, like you're just in the way right now. It's just physical, you know what I'm saying? He's like move, like it's just, you know, and so um, it definitely had to be Chase. <laughs> so I know you're, I've seen that you was an avid sports card collector. Yes. Uh, I was a sports car collector when I was younger. Okay. And yeah, yeah. a big day for me was when I actually had the opportunity to have my own football card. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Tyler Scott football card in your collection right now? I do not have an official one yet. Okay. I do not. Um, but after practice, I was signing uh, autographs and some kid actually had my football card. It was the first time I actually seen my rookie card for the first time. And uh, it was a special moment for me. I was like, wow, this is a uh, this is wild. You know, just being somebody who's been collecting since they were little and then finally getting able That's to awesome. see it. You know, and the kid having it. And so, um, you know, I was like, I even let him know, I'm like, hey, you know, this is the first time I've ever seen my card wow. in person. Um, and so, uh, you know, it was pretty cool, pretty cool moment. But no, I have uh, not got my card yet. Well, the NFL, they do a great job of all the all the cards that are made of you or a particular player. They actually send them to you. At least that's how they did back in the day. I'm a little older than you. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I hope they do. Yeah. I was about to say, I hope they do. I hope they do. A bunch of Tyler Scott. Yeah, no, I'm after. I might have to take some off of some other people as well in the room. We're going. We're going to wrap it up. But one more question for you: As you come into the season, everybody's got expectations. Again, we talked about Getsy. You know what he, he, him not putting a ceiling on you, but what is your expectation for yourself coming into this season? How do you balance that with? You know, you of course you want to be a starter, but you also want to see your boys succeed out there. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, they've been kind of really pushing me, special, uh, especially on special teams wise. So, you know, I've been catching a lot of punts, kickoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was a great gunner when I was in college as well. So just staying in touch there because um, we do have a deep room and a lot of guys that have been around. And so, um, you know, those are some of the things that I'm trying to work on as far as that. And then, um, like I said, just being able to be somebody that you can turn to like, hey, DJ's down or hey, Chase is down. Tyler, get in there. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's knowing knock on your assignment. Knock on yeah. Real quick, <laughs> yeah. Well, when I say down, you know I want to say down. He's tired. He's tired. He, tired. he <laughs> ran. A, he ran a deep route. He ran a deep route or something. He ran a post. He ran a post or something. You know, he, he, he needed one. Big play. You got to get some water. That's what I mean. You got to get some water. So yeah, they're like, T, get in there. So um, you know, really, just like I said, knowing what I'm supposed to do and being trusted to be put in those situations. Um, because like I said, we do have a deep room, and so um, like I said, that's what's going to separate is what guys can you put in the game yeah. that you can trust that when they get in there, they're going to know what to do. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, last question. What is your favorite thing in this offense? You know, a lot of route concepts, like I talked about before, different things, different motions, a lot of moving parts yeah. as a receiver. 
you know, how do you feel like this offense can really enhance your style of play? Yeah, I think you just actually just said it because of that okay. um, is what makes it so good for a receiver mm-hmm. because we have so different many, you know, so many motions and shifts and routes. You can mirror a lot of things up. It keeps mm-hmm. the defense on their toes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't have to, you know, beat on, you know, okay, he's aligned here, so he's going to be doing this, or he's motioning here, so he's doing that, you know, or, you know, so there's, you know, different things. And the, st- you know, and that comes with route running, you know, the way you stem your routes, the way you're coming off the ball, making routes look like another route, mm-hmm. you know, making them look similar, which is something that DJ does really good. Um, you know, does really good is just making things look the same and doing something different, you know, and just making DBs feel something before. Um, and just like I said, just having and that's how you, you mind play with uh, with DBs. And so I think just having all those different combinations um, helps the receiver for sure. You know, especially when you're going against a DB that doesn't even know what you're doing. And then on top of that, like he's saying the same thing and then you're doing different things at the very top. So. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Scott. Tyler Scott, baby. Chicago Bears' newest wide receiver. Yeah. Appreciate you for coming on the yeah. pod, man. No, I appreciate you, you guys. Back soon. Yes, I sir. got my popcorn ready, man. I'll be on the no, sidelines. Sure. So I'll, sure. I'll be coming to track you down before the game. Wish Sounds you the good. best of luck, man, and uh, welcome to Chicago. Appreciate you. Thank you. Great time being able to have Tyler Scott on the show. Really, I mean, really good insight from the young fella. He seems like he's got a really good head on his shoulders, ready to go. And I mean, listen, I I asked him after, you know, how was his, how was the feeling on, you know, how was your feelings on Twitter yesterday? And he was like, what happened on Twitter? Like he had no idea. So also something that I was like, okay, focus. When you're in training camp, you have, you have to focus because each and every day, right, there's an offensive install. So the first day of practice, they have a day one install. Obviously, yeah. day two is a day two install. Completely different from what you did day one. So, uh, you know, the offensive coordinator does a good job of putting together, you know, the playbook in terms of he gives you a lot of volume in these inst- installation meetings. So you got to go home and study. Yeah. And we asked him, you know, I wanted to know how he studied because a lot of guys do different things in terms of trying to learn the playbook. I used to make flashcards. I used to draw my plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he actually. I think Chase just said he did that too. Yeah, like yeah. That, dude, he said he he what did he say? He, he said he puts the play. He he, he, he turns his hotel room yeah. into the football field. Yeah, and it's puts just, everything in order and runs the plays. Yeah, out. that's that's a first hearing that. But it's interesting to see how, yeah. like, what I took away from that is how mature he is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. understanding that he has to carve out a role for him. Yeah. Understanding the competition that's in that wide receiver room. You know, understanding that hey, you know what despite where they drafted me, I have to show that I have value to this team. And it can't be just can't just be about speed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I think next week when they finally put the pads on, <laughs> hey, you know how I feel about what'd you, what'd you say? What'd you say when training camp begins? Training camp begins next Wednesday <laughs> when pa- when the pads come on. Football is played in pads. Bro, the best thing on, ever. Man. Y'all can't the best thing ever is just feeling it. J Mac understands <laughs> everything that's going on, but just feeling the Come on, dog. We can't be excited about this. <laughs> Exuding <laughs> off of his body as I'm, I'm standing ex- next to him watching the play. I'm excited because, I, but but the thing is, obviously, we're we're excited as fans. We're yeah. excited as analysts to finally get football, you know, started. Football's kicking off, but you know, you 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 really you will get a true evaluation. Yeah, especially with the bigs, you know, yes. the D line when they have pads on. Yeah. That's where a true evaluation takes place. You know what I'm saying? We'll get a true evaluation. You know, DBs and receivers, when the DBs can really get physical with these guys, you yeah. know what I'm saying? All in the confines of staying healthy, right? Because yeah. any any team that wants to have success during a regular season, the main goal is coming out of training camp healthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just excited to see, you know, what these guys will do 
uh, when they get the pads on to see what type of level of physicality they're going to play with because that's what matters when you get to the season. The game ain't played in shorts. Yeah, it, it, it is good to see kind of that we're through these three days so far and nobody's gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. We saw yesterday Burrow go down, right? Yeah. Uh, who, who Jalen Ramsey, Jaylen Ramsey also yeah. went down yesterday. You know, those are tough things to see. As a team, how do you kind of mentally keep yourself strong when you see a major piece go down? Because like for you guys, right, Rex Grossman got drafted mm-hmm. and you basically lost them his first two seasons I believe that he was in the league yeah I mean it's tough you know when you see a guy that you're counting on you know a key contributor uh, to the success of your season it's hard to swallow it's hard to digest but at the same time and as sad as as sad as it is in the NFL when somebody goes down that presents another opportunity for the next man yeah so as a GM as as a staff you know you have to make sure that the roster is constructed to where hey you know what we know our first string guy. There's a high probability that he will get hurt throughout yeah. the season. So I got to make sure that we're doing our job in terms of developing the second string guy, the third string guy, or making sure that we're continuing to 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 look and scout players that are on other teams that may get cut that we can bring in that can really help this you know football team get to where we want to go. So from a standpoint, when you hear uh, uh, Ryan Post talk about we're always going to look to improve this team, we're always going to look for options in which you know we can bring somebody in to make this team better. That's what he's talking about because you never know what's going to happen. Even if, even though they're out there in shorts, anything can happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you got to be able to sustain that type of uh, uh, that type of obstacle that may come your way if you want to have success. Because at the end of the day, right, if somebody goes down, knock on woods, yeah. you still got a season to play. Doesn't mean the season's over. We got to keep playing. Right. Well, I, I want this show, the thing that I want the Chicago Bears podcast to be, if nothing else, is educational when we can, right? You know what I mean? Listen, I'm going to ask you UFO questions at a certain point. It just <laughs> happened. You know what I mean? But you've talked a couple of, uh, a few times. Everybody has talked a few times about what you can't glean from these guys in shorts and, and T-shirts. Mm-hmm. As a player, what can you guys gain from what you're seeing right now, what you're going through right now in training camp, because when when fans hear that, I know the thought process is, well, if it isn't important, then why why are they doing it? You're saying, what can we gain from being in short? What from from when you're going through the practice, you're going through the first week, right? Like we're seeing right now, what are the players getting out there right now? Right now, um, it's about we heard it, we hear it over and over in press conferences. Alan Williams talked about it defensively in this press conference today. Alignment, assignment execution right mm. so if you're in short you still got to align still got to know your assignment you still got to execute the play call right. offensively and defensively so that's what we're getting right now just knowing where to line up and where to be and what your responsibility is within that call yeah that's the first thing the physicality is the second thing right am i you know tough uh mentally tough enough first am i physically tough enough to execute the job that I'm asked to do. Yeah. So that's what we'll see next week when the pads come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It's And from a standpoint of getting a true evaluation on, on Justin, right? We talk about, is he holding the ball too long? He's getting the ball out quick, right? We won't know how much he's progressed and developed until we see, you know, a, a live pass rush come at him. You know, and, and even then, even though we're in pads next week, those D-linemen, yeah, are going to be rushing full speed. But at the same time, you don't want to hit your starting quarterback. Of course. So it's going to be a full speed rush. But as they approach Justin or if they get to Justin, they got to dial it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, and guess he talked about that yesterday. You know, the development or the guys that really, you know, take the next step or the elite quarterbacks in this league. Right. They know how to manipulate the pocket. You know what I'm saying? They're not to keep their eyes downfield, manipulate the pocket, nor their chest pieces are. And they're able to deliver that ball on platform, off platform, at the, at the drop of a dime or whenever they need to. So 
that's the type of development I think we need to see from Justin because we already know he can run. Right. But can he take that next step? In terms of manipulating the pocket and still making plays from the pocket. It seems like the one consistent thing that we're going to talk about every day on this podcast, because I don't care what nobody says, we ain't had this. <laughs> the quarterback <laughs> wide receiver combination that is Justin Fields, the DJ Moore. Mm -hmm. What are we seeing from that early on from the from the player standpoint? What have you seen early on that through three days right now still gets you a little excited? Just what we I mean, chemistry. Yeah. Every day we come out here and we see him make a big play. Yeah. Right. And that's something that that you can get an evaluation on, right? When, when he's running whatever route concepts called and he goes up and makes a big play, like that's a true assessment. That's a true evaluation that will translate when the pads come on. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to see that chemistry that we're seeing on a day in and day out basis, that just goes to show that they put in the work, they put in the work in the off season. They put in the work when they went down to South Florida and he brought all those guys down and they're working on, you know, improving their game, getting on the same pace. Like that's going to pay dividends. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the beauty of it is the more plays DJ Moore makes, and I hope this I hope it happens this way. Oh, yeah. The more energized that wide receiver room will yeah. be, and the more plays that those those guys gotta make, because now he's making those guys step their game up. They gotta step their game up. Yeah. You know, it's good for Chase. You know, we talk about Chase. Can you be the number two? Mooney coming back off an angle injury. The better DJ plays, he's gonna elevate the play of all those guys around him. I said this on uh the the Windy City Breeze, and people have kind of come at me and said, you're too overconfident about what you're saying right now. You 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 haven't seen anything from these guys when the real pads are on. Mm -hmm. But DJ Moore just being the player that he is, Justin Fields with all the weaponry that he brings, is gonna make guys better. 100%. It's going to make Chase Claypool's job easier. It's going to make Darnell Mooney's job easier. Tyler Scott, we just had on the show, easier because people are going to be so focused on two things. One, DJ Moore's taking off down the field. Man, he's quick. Yeah. I got to stay with him. And two, but if I stay with him and I send everybody his way, I, Justin Fields can take off at any point. Those are two real worries that people are going to have to deal with this season. 100%. And I think that that's going to make what we've seen at training camp, which, again, you can't take everything from it, but the fact that Justin Fields is continued to hit the underneath guy, something we didn't see a ton of last season, I think it's going to make everybody else be able to step forward in this offense. Yeah, and, and, and to your point, when you have weapons, right? Yeah. The defense can't just game plan to take away one piece. What were they taking away last year? Justin Fields' legs, right? Yep. That was a true threat on offense. <laughs> they tried. And he still would make two guys miss and take it 50 or reverse field and run somebody over to score a touchdown, right? But that's what they would try to take away. Now you have the threat of DJ Moore. Yeah. Now you have the threat of Darnell Mooney coming yeah. back. If Chase Claypool can evolve and develop, develop in the number two, now you have another weapon there. Cole Komet and Robert Tunyon bring versatility. Mismatches. You know, I mean, mismatches. Mismatches. What Getsy was talking about yeah. uh, yesterday in that press conference. Creating mismatches. And that's what this game that's that's what this game is about, right? When 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 the offensive coordinator studies film, right? He's looking to put his players in the best opportunity to make plays. He's trying to exploit mismatches, right? We call it finding the fish. Who's the fish out there? Who's the fish out there? You know what I'm saying? Who there's the fish? There's a the fish. We got to get DJ Moore on that fish because he can't cover. That's how you win games. Hey, it, 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 it's it's a, it's a man's game. We, we had a lot of fish in our past, is what you're saying. These of, last few years, has been a lot of fish. A lot of there. goldfish. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of goldfish in our past, but it's so. But <laughs> they wasn't but even bass, bro. Now. They wasn't nah, even trout. Nah, it's we, goldfish. We're about, to, we're about to have some. We're about to have some great like, some orcas right now. We're, orcas. We're breeding orcas right now. <laughs> Hey, but but uh, you know it's what? It's a mammal. You, you had the best. You had the best hat. You it's a mammal. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> you try to, I tell you, I play, I play football, man. But hey, but 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 to your point though, hey, you had the best hat in training camp. Somebody gave somebody you a did give me that. Compliment. I don't know. I'm His a, hat I'm made a, the Pro Bowl. I'm gonna be honest with you. He was drunk. I couldn't tell whose hat he was complimenting, <laughs> which is impressive. You know, mine's basics. So I he, knew you were he was about just yours. he he was like t- he was like you got the best hat. But then also I was like, oh, I got the best hat. He's like, no. I was like, who are you talking to, dog? We saw we met some great great uh, people great out there. Great fans out there. Great fans. I I, I told J Max we were walking out there. I was great like, fans. you cannot. When I tell you, you can't explain how great Bears fans are. You have to see it. There was a they were on the 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 far field basically. Yeah. The line where the rope is going all the way back. You got fans sitting there just to see a glimpse of what Justin Fields could be. So, I think that I mean, everyone's excited for this season. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this season. Last thing before we get up out of here, J Mac Darnell Wright said that he prepared for the mm-hmm. wide receiver fitness test. And was, didn't know no. that he was taking the lineman fitness test. Yeah. Is that scary? Should people be afraid of that? Because hey, he hey. apparently did a good job. He did a great job on the lineman fitness test, but would have also done good on the receiver hey, fitness he lost, test. He lost 16 pounds. He said he feels as good as ever. He said he feels as strong as ever. And he said that he's really you know, excited to, to get in pads to see how he measures up. So he said a lot of things that he's been working on is hand placement. Yeah. right? And we know he got drafted high because – what does offensive lineman have to do, right? You got to be able to, to absorb force. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nice. It's cute. Kick, kick sliding on air, you know, with no yeah, line pass yeah. rush. But if you can't absorb force, you know, you can't absorb that defensive end's bull rush, you ain't going to be very good. Yeah. So those are some of the things that he's been working on. I'm really excited to see him in pass next week. We'll see, man. I'm really excited for pass next week. Pat, the designer, back in the building with Jason McKee. Really great podcast. Shout out to EO who set us up in – I mean, he's putting us in some spots out here. We're getting some great looks on this podcast. Hey, man, make sure you guys hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. As always, y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear down. Bear down. Peace.